show. AP Mike, Pat, Studio. We've been this week. It's a best show. What are you going to do about it? Right, Mike? That's right. Mike's here. Pat's here. Dudio's still on assignment. We'll talk more about that later. I'm announcing Mike has been suspended for a month for, a, for a, a, an unfair uh, slam against a co-worker. We'll get more into that later in the show. But right now, I tell you, it's the best show, and my name's Tom Sharpling, and let's do the best show. The topic tonight, I was wrong. What are the times you've been wrong? And it could be things you've been wrong about, some dumb thing you liked or didn't like, or it could be the human condition you were wrong about. Let's get into it. 201-332-3484, that's the number if you want to be a part of the show tonight. And I want you to be a part of the show tonight, so let's sit back, relax, have a grand old time, maybe get a little bit of that old, uh, you know, the medicine from uh, the cabinet there. Whatever your medicine is, maybe your medicine is a cold glass of water, maybe your medicine is some sort of illegal substance i don't know and i don't care well i do care as long as you're safe and and not getting arrested that's what i care about but other than that you do what you want you let your freak flag fly because it's best show time here we go best show Jersey, back again. 
It's the best show. What's up, everybody? How are you tonight? My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host. Welcome to the best show here. Together, you and I, on this May evening in 2018, what's going on, my friends? We all having a good time here? The weather gets warmer. Nuts about this mic wobbling around. All right, tight. There it is. There we go. Little little elbow grease gets it right, huh? You'd learn something from that, Mike. I was looking for the easy way out. First of all, he's moaning about there's no Elios again. You're right. I did not get Elios. I'll get Elios next week. We'll have a garbage pizza party here for you. Maybe I'll even get. What do you want me to get? Some some canned corn also. Make you bring back the full high school experience. You already got it. Look, what, what what more do you want, Mike? You got you got your cold Kirkland light out there. Pat, you make sure Mike's drinking just the. If he's got a Coors, you take it from him. You make him open a Kirkland light because he's on probation. You hear that, Mike? Probation. Because I said to Mike, because Dudio's on assignment. And I said to Mike, uh, oh, Dudio will be back next week, it looks like. Mike said, oh boy. He said, well, at least we have this week. I said to him, you are suspended. You're suspended. We're a team here. You don't talk that way about a team. So I suspended him. Hey, Mike, suspension's over. You're all right. Okay. I'm lifting the suspension, but just why tread lightly. Tread lightly. You watch your step. 201-332-3484. That's the number you want to call tonight. We're going to talk about being wrong. I was wrong. What were the things you were wrong about? But I want to tell you one thing I was right about. Is this new record by La Luz? Is it La Luz? How do you say it, Pat? Luz? La Luz? Why do I always get it wrong? Oh, it drives me nuts. I love the music so much. All right. Say it wrong. Here we go. Yeah, I got a new album out. La Luz. I'm saying La Luz and they can, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. They got a new album out called Floating Features. One thing I, I don't know how to say the name right, but one thing I do know is how to play the music because it's right and it's a great new album. Floating Features. It's on, uh, Hardly Art. <gasps> Song that was Cicada. Man, I don't like cicadas. How long are we away from cicadas coming back? They come back like every, is it every 15 years? Seven years? I don't know. They drive me nuts all over the place. It's like a dead bug convention up in this, uh, crunching down your driveway. Crunching through the park. Creepy bugs too. I don't want them all over, uh, Good and Poochie either. I don't want these bugs going anywhere near her. 
She's too kind. Look, she's already she's uh, she's there already is enough of a, a, a leather a leather a wolf there. She's walking around. She walks. You know those those things that fall from the trees, the prickly uh, things. They're like little little uh, sea urchins, but they're in trees. What are those called? I don't know. I'm not a botanist. I don't even know if a botanist is the right thing. I don't know. My interest in trees. Look, I love trees. Love them. I don't want to know about them, though. These things fall, and then they—they're—they're they're all prickly all over the place. And uh, Good and Poochie, my dog, just walks on top of them when we're when we're walking around. She's stepping on them. I stepped on one of those. I'd be in the hospital for a week. It's a leather wolf. She's tough. It's a tough dog. That dog rules. You hear me, Good and Poochie? I'm coming. I'm coming back, Good and Poochie. You hang tight. I just got to do this dumb show. Then I'll be home soon. Now look, it's not a dumb show. I love it. But I compare compared to the, the, the doing the show and hanging out with Good and Poochie. Oh, I'll throw this show in the in the street. But now, but now we're together, my friends, and we will hang out and have a grand old time. Who's good here, uh, Mike? Three. Your idea good or my idea good? Neither. Best show. Hi. Hey, this is Jimmy from Atlanta. Jimmy from Atlanta. What's up, Jimmy? Oh, uh, not too much. How are you, Tom? I'm doing all right. What's going on down in Atlanta tonight? Oh, just kind of been blowing my nose all night from all the pollen I've been inhaling. From all the what now? All the pollen, all the trees. Yeah, a lot of pollen. My car yeah. is uh, my car was like coated in pollen. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So is that what you called about? No. Uh so I actually called to ask you what your thoughts are on all of this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff going on here. Well, like actually, what, hold on, like what? What's the? What's the? What's going on with? The, what is it? What am I? What? What do I care about here now? What? What? Well, well, I suppose I, in general, would like to know what you think about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Stupid. specifically about Howard Stern's speech inducting Bon Jovi. Okay, well, here, okay, here, this is the overarching thing. All, all awards are made to feel people, make people feel bad. Right? There's not just one good, some years, some years there's no good anything. Other years there's 15 uh, legendary things. Yeah, that's true. Like, I gotta go look at this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they put, like, what, so Bon, Bon, look, Bon Jovi just being in there, like the idea that Bon Jovi and, is in there and like the MC5 are not in there. It's like, now wait, oh, so it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Is it? You're sure? Well, well, and Bon Jovi apparently in his 20 minute long speech was, had some complaints about having not been in there already. That guy is a, a, is a, he's a, he's like a, he's a, he's like an Amway salesman that have, with the scarves. That's all it is. 
That guy's no good. And I'm, he's from my state. He named an album called New Jersey. It's an embarrassment. Why? New Jersey's this great state with all these great things going on. How come all the ambassadors are always just the worst? Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, they all got Bruce, right? Hold on. Let me. T- Kevin Smith. Who else, Kevin? Mike? Franklin. No, not Franklin Jella. He's a good representative. No, the, the, who? Barney Frank. What are you? You're suspended again. You're hitting that Kirkland light a little too hard. Tap the brakes on the Kirkland light out there, uh, Speedy. Um, no, it's uh, it's it's uh. Look, I don't even know what I'm saying now. I, I, you, uh, the, 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 all awards are stupid. Just like when people are, when, when it's a thing, it's just like, yeah, Dell won over Beyonce. It's like, yeah, that's stupid. You know, but, but awards are stupid. These dummies uh, doing the voting good- <laughs> on these things. You, t- you tell, you, if the Oscar, the, 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 the Oscars, it should have just been Phantom Thread should have won everything. Best actor. You tell me that, that Daniel Day-Lewis doing that performance wins a, what's his face, Gary Oldman slaps on some haunted house makeup and starts going, talk, this is our finest hour. Like, if you put me in the chair for six hours, I could have done Churchill. <laughs> we are under attack from Hitler. Hitler. I would have liked that. Hey, let me do my thing now, uh, buddy. Hitler is under attack. We are the finest hour. But if I look, I do it now. It sounds terrible. But if I'm walking around dressed in in the 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 Churchill makeup, then suddenly you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, awards are so dumb. So well, yeah, but they, so the they, so the Rock and Roll oh. Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll. I'll say this: the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is like especially stupid. You're gonna have you're gonna have this thing where where let's let's look at the list of people who are not in this thing. It's like you have a a thing. Black Flag are not in there, right? Right. Let's see. Rock and Roll Hall. I'm gonna type in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame exclusions. Let's see who is excluded from it. The biggest snubs. Here we go. Tribe Called Quest. African Bambata, B-52s, ba- Bad Company, Bad Brains, Bad Brains, Black Flag, Brian Eno, 19 years he's been snubbed, Captain Beefheart, Carol King, The Carpenters, look at this list, it's crazy, we're still in the seas, Devo, Emerson Lincoln Palmer, yeah, I know, you could you, you put is Jay Giles in that dumb place. If Jay Giles is in there, and and any of these other people should be in there before Jay Giles band. <laughs> is the Jay Giles band in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Mike? Hold on, let me see here. Jay Giles, Jay Giles band Hall of Fame. Are they in there? I think they're in there. Yeah, they're in there. Wait, no, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. I don't know. Who cares? There was some specific controversy as well over the fact that Jan Winter of Rolling Stone is one of 
the main voters yeah, for yeah. these people as well. Yeah. No, a magazine that just it did nothing but but kill rock music over and over. It, not even yeah, rock but, music, just good music, and then somehow good music managed to like, had to fight against the magazine that was documenting it to go up yeah. upstream against uh, you know against the fourteenth article on uh, on uh, James Taylor. Whatever. Who cares? You make the stuff, and you do it to make it. You don't do it. Anybody doing anything for awards is a sucker, and you deserve what you get. That said, if there was any sort of award I could win, anything, like literally anything, a Hall of Fame thing, New Jersey Broadcaster Hall of Fame, anything, I will be a part of it. You will be if I anything. Believe that. Well, I'll show up. I'll be a part of it. I'll do stuff. I'll yeah. Oh, please. I have zero. I want to. If I got one, maybe one thing is all I need for my entire life. One. Just give me one. Right. Hey, I think you deserve three. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, get off my phone. First, your phone's cheap sounding, and it's a bummer. And but thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Best show, hi. Hi, this is Matt from Baltimore. How are you? Matt from Baltimore. How are you tonight, Matt? Doing good. How are you, Tom? I'm well. What's going on, Matt? Not much. I'm just hanging out at home and catching up on Atlanta. Yeah, it's my favorite show. It's great. Yeah, it's better than great. It's the be- That's the best TV show. This is the best show in terms of this kind of thing. But that show, yeah, it should be called The Best Show, The TV Show. It should be called The Best Show, The TV Show. Exactly. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. like, now look, if that doesn't win every award when it comes time for the Emmys, that's that's a crock. But, and it won't. Absolutely. It won't. They'll probably give, uh, what's his face, Alex Baldwin's going to get a thing for uh, that impression he does of uh, the, 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 the Donald Trump. Yeah, the... He's basically doing a Joe Namath. It's like, I saw it the other night. It's like, is this Joe Namath? Because he does this impression. He's just like, I want to say the thing about all, all the, he's like hitting L, it's like hitting L's like he's from Pittsburgh. You're like, it's a Joe Namath impression? He should be ashamed of himself. Yeah. Alan Joe Alan. Namath sucking on a Sour Patch Kid. That's my favorite, uh, favorite John Cougar Mellencamp lyric. <laughs> so, well, what do I owe the pleasure of your call tonight, Matt? Uh, not much. This is actually my first night on a Tuesday where I was able to call in. So, welcome, welcome. What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? You can tell me. What do you have a cold? You have a cold uh, Kirkland Light? <laughs> you sitting there with a cold Kirkland Light? Yeah, I, I wish. No, I did not make the run to Costco this month. No. Um, so I'm making do with my, my Natty Bow, my National Bohemian. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, I was trying. Okay, that's it. We got things to do. First hesitation I hear, you're out. Right, Mike? We run a tight ship here. And you're you're uh, I'm I'm lifting your suspension from the other thing I suspended you for.
So what's going on, my friends? Um, speaking of uh, of fun events and honoring things, uh, I will be one thing I will be doing that I am proud. Not, well, not proud, but it's it's look, it's something. I'm excited about it. Proud's a whole other uh, thing. I'm very excited, thrilled, even. Okay, I'm proud to have been asked by the Onion to appear at their Comedy and Arts Festival this, the end of this month, May 30th to June 3rd. I'm going to be doing a conversation with the Onion, with the, I hope it's people from the Onion, not just like a a dude in an Onion costume, about the history of the Onion. We'll be talking all about that. There are still tickets on sale. You go to onioncomedyfest.com. And it's a thing over a four days or whatever, and they line up at this thing. I'm looking at it over at onioncomedyfest.com. And the first thing that I wonder is why the font on uh, the page. Chris Gethard, definitely bigger than me. What else? John Hodge, Judge John Hodgman. That's bigger. What? That show? Look, I like it. But it doesn't have to be bigger. It could have been the same size. No, it's not the same size. The website. What, what space? What are, you, what are you saving money here? Look, okay, Hollywood. I'm the same. My thing's the same font size as Hollywood Handbook. And and look, they've been doing that show for a few years. I've been doing this thing forever. The Onion's been around forever. I've been around forever. Doesn't that get us a bigger font? I only listen to the Mountain Goats. That's like a pod. They did four episodes of it. That's a bigger font than than. Yeah. Okay. Joe Firestone, sharing the same font. One of the funniest people. Well, look, she's funny. Hollywood Handbook's funny. And we're funny. Maybe we're the funny font. The funniest font. Everybody's funny. The funniest font is that one size. Because it's, I think, Scott Thompson. Although that looks slightly bigger than ours. The Buddy Cole monologue starring Scott Thompson. His thing looks just... My, my, uh, the computer you're on's cheap. You probably can't even tell. Pat... Go to onioncomedyfest.com and look at the size of the fonts, up, please. And look, because it's like David Cross, huge. The Comedy Resistance presents An Evening with Bob Odenkirk and Friends, huge. How Did This Get Made? Looks like it's one scooch smaller for that. And that's a huge podcast. This is That's Paul Shear and... Uh, uh, and June, the Diane, and uh, the the Zooks thing. Uh, then Bitch Sesh Live. Judge John Hodgman. Are you looking at it, Pat? Here, I, I, I can't hear you. Open the door, Mike, please. So I can talk to Pat. Or Pat, come in. Come in. You've got a good eye. Pat's on his way. Pat's on his way. Great. Thanks, Mike. David Cross and Bob Odenkirk and Friends, that's the biggest font. Correct. How did this get made? Is that one notch smaller? How did this get made is one notch smaller, that's right. Okay. Both on, I have the phone next to my okay. screen. So yeah. Then the next, now Bitch Sesh Live and Judge John Hodgman and Chris Gethard and Mountain Goats, that's all one scooch smaller than How Did This Get Made? So if, if, how, do, if how Did This Get Made is like a 17 font. Yeah. 
then Bitch Sesh Live and Judge John Hodgman are probably like a 16.5. Yeah, just a hair smaller. Just a hair smaller. But now it looks like a definite bump down from from that to Buddy Cole monologues. That's right, yeah. Buddy and, Cole monologues starring Scott Thompson is a good... You know, if if I said sixteen point five, that's a fifteen. That's a fifteen, maybe even like a fourteen point. Yeah, five. Yeah. Five or so. so. And yeah. now, is there a smaller? Is when you go to the uh, to me now? Finally, that's a much that looks. I mean, I I I I I need a telescope to see this. Yeah, uh, conversation with the onion, moderated by Tom Sharpley, and I'd say that's like a thirteen point yeah. five. And then five. look, I don't know why jump off the roof if Hollywood Handbook was bigger than that. Joe Firestone, I'd be comfortable with. She's same same size as yours, I'd say. And then, thankfully, at least Clickhole Live is the smallest font of all. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you, Pat. You got it. Very troubling, but everybody should go. If you're in Chicago, by all means, go. It's gonna be a, it is gonna be a lot of fun. All 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 uh, kidding aside, we have we have fun. We have a good time wherever we go. We that's where the party is. Wherever we go, that's where the party is. Remember that. Best show, hi. Hello. Hey, Tom, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I hey, this is Bob. How are you, Bob? Avalanche Bob, look who it is. I'm doing great, Tom. Uh, okay. I understand uh, you did a, uh, a video for uh, Frankie Cosmos, right? I did do a video for Frankie Cosmos. Oh, and you know, Owen is in my band, my drummer, and he is uh, also my producer of my album. That's what I heard. I heard yeah. we share band Yeah, members. and um, things are really going good, and um, uh, I'm, I'm, I was really surprised. Uh, uh, it came out great, right? Thank you, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Very happy. So how's everything with you, Tom? Oh, I'm well. I'm well. I, I, I no complaints. How about with you? What's going on with you? I'm doing good, Tom. Uh, I'm getting a promotion about my music. Uh, some pretty big people are interested in it. It's being paid on uh, uh, K, KXRA in um, Los Angeles. It's played on the WEBN radio. And I'm hoping to get more out there. And... Uh, I'm thanking you for everything you've done for me, and uh, of you know, no, 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 it's my. But and now, what's the deal with uh, what's the deal with this uh, this snowboard music? Have you found a, an increase in people uh, being interested? in Yeah, snowboarding? I, it's, I, Tom. I'm telling you, this thing is going to be big. It, it's just, it's just beginning. Uh, people are talking about it now. I, I'm trying to get this one company, Key on Gravity, interested in it. I'm trying to get a commercial for Red Bull that I think would be thin. Uh, my, my commercial for Red Bull is much better than the one they did for Do with the snowboarding. Really? It's much better. Would you like to hear it? Yes, uh, of I'll, course. I'll use the name Red Bull. I'll just do the commercial. Okay. <laughs> Rock on your board, rock on the robo, rock on the robo, rock on this. A yodel pumpkin board is rocking with robo, roll pumpkin board is rocking on this. Yeah, robo is cool, no ball is not cool. Red ball hip, no ball is not hip. Come on, people, rock on the robo, rock on the robo, rock on the yeah, 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 rock on your board, rock on the red ball, rock on the red ball, rock on this. 
A yodel punkin' board is rockin' with red though. Keep on board a board is they can rock a little lady and a rockin' in the bong bop then yeah 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 rockin' on that Yeah, don't be a gap drop a bubble on your ribs. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you. I mean, uh, I think they're suing them not to look at this commercial because they'd be throwing so many balls. One guy said they could get a skin of Red Bull. <laughs> it's their loss. If they don't want that, it's their loss. I'm telling you, Tom, and T on gravity, I, I, I put a thing in there for Burton Snowboards. If, if these people, this thing is, uh, I, I'm getting, uh, I don't want to say, there's a very, very big person watching my music, and I, and I, I don't want to say who it is, but he's, he's a very important person. Mm. And, uh, things are really starting to move. Hold and, on, a very important person is watching your music, and you can't tell me who it is? Uh, no, because, uh, I, I, you know, I mean, he's a person that's a leader of a country, alright? A leader of what country? <sighs> No, 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 look, uh, I don't want to, okay, you don't have to, what, Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Hold on. I feel like I'm involved in some sort of, you, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm over my head now. Seems. Yeah. So well, there's a chance, because uh, I'm going to say this, and I don't know how you feel about this, AP Mike is starting to do songs about uh, parasailing. What was that? He does songs. Parasailing is this kind of like thing you do on a surfboard. And Mike's doing, Mike wants to try to do, he wants to know if you'll, you'll license the franchise so he can start doing rockabilly parasailing songs. Yeah, I, rockabilly parasail, cool. Yeah. I, you know what I told rock Mike? Rock to the parasail, rock to the rockabilly, rock to the parasail, rockabilly, rock to the parasail, rock. <laughs> you know what I told Mike? I said, Mike, stop being so stupid. I yelled yeah. at him. I yelled at him. Uh, I, I hit him. I, I, got it. I admit it. I hit him. Tom, you know what? Yeah. The name Snowboarder did not go for this thing anymore. Okay. These guys are superboarders. Superboarders. Okay. Superboarders. Yeah, I've even put in the, I've got a, a stuff on my Twitter about, uh, i got a lot of things going on uh, about Twitter. Uh, yeah, superboarders, man. Uh, the Olympics? My God, Tom. I'm telling you, this this thing is only beginning, Tom, and I I thank you for everything you've done for me. And I thank you for everything you've done for me. I thank, I thank No, I haven't done nothing, but I'm going to no, do something for you. Believe, you've entered. Believe me, uh, you, you are one of the best. And, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just, just a mirror. I'm just a mirror. My friend, I'm just a mirror. I'm just a mirror. I'm just avalanche, Bob. I'm just a mirror. If you say I'm the best, I'm just a mirror reflecting back because you're the best. No, you're no reflection. You are the mirror. <laughs> oh, you're the best, you man. And uh I'm sorry if I bugged you a couple of times. Uh, you didn't I, I didn't you didn't mean to do that. Look, you didn't bug. I try to keep the show moving. I got to keep the show lively here. I got to keep the show lively. But you're good. You're good. We figure it all out, my friend. And you, yeah. look, don't worry. We figure it all out. You're here. You're on the show. Everybody's happy. Good. Uh Because, as I said, Tom, what I've done... I, I put things on Twitter now. Uh, I've got, maybe check out my Twitter thing. You'll find out who's watching me if you want to go to, uh, Avalanche mm-hmm. Bob at Twitter or Robert Kirby at Twitter. Okay. And, uh, you'll find, uh, some pretty interesting things I put on there and, uh, about the Superboard Revolution because I really think it is, uh, that's more than snowboarding. They're Superboarders. All right. I'm going to check it out. 
I'm going to check it yeah, out. Yeah, and uh, so um, maybe I'll give you a call next week yeah, and we'll, we'll see. talk we'll about see. other things. We'll see. Is we'll that see. all right? All right. You give a call next week. All right. Okay, oh, you Tom. You put him through, Mike. Me. Mike. Yeah. You put him through next week, Mike. You hear me? And if you don't, I'm going to hit you again. Yeah. You want to hear a little song, Tom? <laughs> sure. A funny song? A quick, a quick, a quick funny song. Well, I can do it two ways. I can do it risque, or I can do it, uh, you know, Let's not risque. When you say risque, what are you talking about? Uh, dirty it's words? It's double meaning. <laughs> not dirty words, though. Uh, nah, not outward. No, no, not really. I, 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 all right, I'll, I'll just do it the, the straight way, okay? No, without... do the, no, do the body version. But you're not talking about F and S and all that stuff, Oh, right? no, no, okay. no. I'm talking about something with a T. Okay. Okay. Because I'm gonna say, you can came, you can take it from there. Mike came in here last week. He starts. Want to hear it? No. Let me just tell you this one thing. Mike comes in here. He's like, I want to tell you a song, and Mike starts telling me some song. F this, F that. And suddenly, I'm like, What is it? What are you doing? He's like, This F and ble-. He's like, There's a toilet mouth. Go ahead, Bob. Saying? Let's hear. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, I was taking a walk early one morning when I heard a voice call at me. Honey, come get my pussy down. He's stuck up in a tree. I turned around to see who it was. Who do you think I should see? A beautiful girl in a black negligee standing under a tree. Yeah, she said, I'm a poor little girl all alone in the world. I just moved in the house next door. I ran outside to get my pussy some milk. Got my pussy ran out the door. Well, I climbed up the tree and nope. a pussy stabbed me. Oh, man, it was another sign. I came crashing down Mike, to the ground. Car. She said, is my pussy all right? Mike, I went home. I Seriously, was aching my car around. My head right to my toes. Mike, you pull my car around right now. And I heard out the window on my tub stuck on all the floor. Well, she was standing what, what there with a towel wrapped around. A man, towel. I almost took my breath away. And in that thing, we took the I heard that chick start to say, she said, I'm a poor little girl all alone in the world. I was just getting ready to take my bath when my tub down to overflow and now I'm in a draft. Well, I think that I stopped that flood. I was just about ready to leave that girl. Well, I was soaking wet and tired and mean when she said I got a broken washing machine. Well, I went home. I was aching all over from my head right to my toes. And I went back and I rocked through the window. Came a man that was six feet tall. Well, he grabbed me by the neck and he threw me out the door. And I don't know what I'm going to do. And she said I was all alone. And my husband just came back. And I want to wait till I come to Destiny you. Is a rising sun. Great. Great song. No, I messed it up, Tom. I'm sorry. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's great stuff. No, no. I, I apologize. No, no. Uh, worry. No, it's great. It was a home run. The home run. I messed the word up. No, you messed anything up. home run. All right, thank you. Thank you, Bob. All right. Hold on. Wait one second. Somebody else wants to say something. Make my final stand. One more second. It's why they call me. don't know what to do anymore it went from being we get it to 
Well, this is new. Two. I don't want this. Two. Maybe I do want this. Two. Nah, I don't want this. Two. Are you sure you don't want this? Two. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I don't want this. Bechelle, hi. Hey. What's up? Tom. When I was working with the thing with the cobrinum tree and then a girl came out in a towel. Go ahead. What, what, uh, to what, to who's this? Who's this? This is Grant. Grant? What's up, Grant? Where are you calling from? I was wondering if you heard What's up with the, where, that what, Paul what, what, Stanley what you, what you, what you, is going to be the commencement speaker at Wesleyan University in Dover. Paul Stanley is going to be at a, 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 a he's going to do what now? He's the commencement speaker for the Why? class of 2018. Why, though? He's, he's, he's in a band that has aggressively promoted stupidity for decades, has made America dumber, and, and actively worked against education. And now he's going to—he's at a university? Why? 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 Can't get anybody else? Can you imagine going to four years to a college, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars for the education— and then the reward. Yeah. This idiot, idiot in clown makeup gets up in front of you. Hello, everybody. It's me, Paul Stanley. I just want to say that I look out at this graduating class and it reminds me of a KISS concert in a lot of ways. That you are all excited to be here the way people are excited to see Kiss in, in concert. Mike's handing me notes. In the middle, I'm in the middle of a tour de force. He hands me a Vin Diesel is getting a degree from Hunter College. Can you imagine? A degree for what? For, for what? The only thing that guy could graduate in is, 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 is using the bathroom. There. Pulling over and using the Hunter College bathroom. As I look out, I remember when I was on stage with Kiss playing songs like, Do you remember so? Like, unless, or unless he goes the other way and he's like, right? If he just goes, he's like, I want to tell you, anybody here like to take a taste of alcohol? I ask it, because you guys are college students, and you like to take a taste of alcohol. I heard you guys like vodka and orange juice. Wow, that arcane drink that no... That, wait, let me write the recipe for that down now. Vodka and orange juice, okay. Unless he did that, right? But there's one drink that the graduating class should have, and that is what? Call Jen. I can't hear you. Call Jen. Vin Diesel receiving a degree from Hunter College. To say he can show up in a car, or like a, the car from the movie. He's going to drive and on stage. Degree, what degree does he get? He's going to run over the graduating class in one of those dumb Fast and the Furious cars. All right. Thanks for the call, my friend. Good guy, good guy. Yeah, so the Onion Fest is going on. Still not nuts about the font size. 
that's going to have to be uh, adjusted before I, uh, I I will show up. But there are tickets for the conversation with the Onion, moderated by yours truly, in Chicago. Very tough city. May thirtieth to June third. The phone number two zero one. Three three two three four eight four. We're going to talk about I was wrong is the topic. We'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, yeah, yeah. Pizza here yet? Yeah, no, not yet. Okay, all right. Big announcement. You know you can only get the, uh, the, the support the best show one way. It's one way to support the best show. That's over at uh, patreon.com slash the best show. That's how we raise money for the show. We don't have no ads no more. We don't take no, uh, no advertising money. You, but you go to patreon.com slash the best show and that's how you contribute and you can give, uh, any amount helps keep the show going, and we're it's, it's still going because of that. And I appreciate it, and I thank you for that. And we try to give you things back, like exclusive audio things, like the Friends, Meet My Friends of Friends debuts on Patreon now. It's at least a couple weeks before the rest of the slobs get to hear the episode. So that's... uh That's up there. We're going to have some more content coming up. Um, as soon as, uh, Dudio's back, we'll do it. Ep- we'll start doing episodes of the best show that are only on Patreon that never get released for the public ever outside of the Patreon. They're not just, uh, they're not exclusives for limited windows. They're exclusives forever on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show. And one thing I want you all to know, we've done this before. We're going to do it again. We, if you are donating to the Patreon at a level that is $10 or more by June 1st, June 1st, you have a few weeks to get in on this. On June 1st, we will take the tallies and everybody who's giving $10 a month or more on June 1st is going to get the first ever Best Show Patch. Figuring out a patch now with Jeff T. Owens, the best show artist extraordinaire. Great guy, great artist. You always check his stuff out at My Metal Hand, by the way. Great artist. Uh, great guy, great artist. So you can't get enough. He does all the stuff for the show. We're figuring out a best show patch. And the only way to get it is to give over at patreon.com slash the best show. June 1st, $10 or more. Everybody gets the patch. You, you, you ain't doing it by then. You ain't getting no patch. That's what we'll do. So, I want you all to know that Yeah, what else do I want you all to know? Although, no, 201-332-3484. Let's go back to the phones. Best show, hi. Hi, hi, Tom. It's Captain Raleigh. 
Hi, how are you? Well, I'm um, under a week away from my big hell test, and um, I met Lori last night. Lori, hmm, Lori from, from Miami. Miami. Hmm, very interesting. How was that? She's a nice person. She's wonderful, and I've been. Oh, like, wonderful inspired. might be pushing it. I mean, I. I'm kidding. Go ahead. So yeah, you, you yeah. She's her, at you, a concert tonight, so she won't be able to call in herself. But like what she's been calling about, I found really inspiring. Even though, like, since I only joined on the new edition of the show, I didn't know her presence in the oh, old show. She was a big part of the show, and then she stepped aside, and now she stepped back, and that's how it goes with the show. The show's she's always super here. funny. Yes, she's very funny. Very funny yeah. person. We were at a karaoke uh, benefit fundraiser for uh, Southerners on New Ground for bailing out, like, Black Mothers for Mother's Day, and I sang a couple of karaoke songs. What song was your first song, Cat? Only the Good Die Young. By William Joel. How did that go? Are you a big karaoke fan? Oh, Yeah. And I actually get a charge out of doing it in front of strangers, oddly enough. Yeah, it's interesting. I've done karaoke at places where I did it at a place uh, a few months ago where it was different. It was a piano player was there playing, and I had to sing along to just a guy playing piano. No lyrics or anything? Well, there were lyrics on a, on a, on a stand, but there was no, it was not on a screen. Mm. They were just printed lyrics. It was like a live performance. I did a couple songs with him, and that was fun. But that mm -hmm. was that was in a room full of strangers, and I did with with no with no no uh, uh, bouncing uh, ball there uh, to to show you exactly where to be in the song. So the first song you did was only the good dying. What was the next song you did? Well, I only did two songs because I had to go home and do some stuff. The second one I did was "What's Up" by Four Non Blondes. Well, that's a very uh, a very dynamic song. Yes. Did you go for like, it with that song? Did you hit oh all those yeah. those and high I mean, it's the best parts? song about being a mentally ill lesbian. So I thought, hey, that's me. Well, look, if the song fits, and you feel like that's your song, look, I saw AP Mike do. Uh, he, he did this song, uh, this John Lennon song was the scariest thing I ever saw. He's screaming He's screaming in the song uh, Mother by John Lennon. It's terrifying. <laughs> the owner of the karaoke place came in to make sure everybody was okay. They were watching the monitors, and they were just like, we were concerned. Mm. But I got a really good reception, and that actually ties into my uh, contribution to the topic. All right. I was wrong. What is what? How did that lead to this, Kat? Well, it, it's just sort of like a bigger overarching thing. Um, and I guess, like, in terms of, like, getting past some of my insecurities, I was wrong about thinking I was inherently unlikable. That's a nice, that's a fantastic thing to, a point to get to. That's great. Yeah, because, like, I mean, growing up, like, being autistic and not knowing it, I got a lot of crap from people 
people would just like make fun of me for at the time I thought no apparent reason. And like when I got to grad school, it was mind blowing to think that people could think I was funny on purpose because like people appreciate me apparently for having no filter and saying things that other people are afraid to say because like it took me a long time to unlearn the instincts that if I say something and people laugh, not to just like crawl up like into a little turtle shell because growing up I interpreted that as shut up cat. They, yes, they, they, uh, they could just as well be laughing with you, not at you. They yeah. could be on your side and you, maybe you don't realize that because you are, or do you think it's automatically going to be a negative thing, but it could be a positive yeah. thing. And, and it is, it sounds like it is. Yeah, I mean, I felt way more comfortable about friendship and everything since I moved here almost four years ago and since I've, like, started grad school. Well, Kat, this is, that's a fantastic place to get to in life. I'm glad you got to that place you feel that, 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 that you were able to, to wrap your head around that and have it make sense for you. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I and you show starting the show off on a good note. Um, um, very glad to hear the return of Bad Company. I, I punched the air and screamed yes. yes. And yes, so legally, also, I had I'm to just, do that. What were you saying? Legally, I had to play that tonight because the song. No, that was yes. I was I was going into that turtle shell space that I just described. Don't worry. Don't worry. No. I get a lot of secondhand embarrassment. It's not very convenient. So when is the test? When is the big test? Um, next Monday through Thursday. And do you feel good about it? Are you ready to go? I feel, yeah, I feel better. I mean, I just want to get the dang thing behind yeah. me. And I feel better about it than I have in a while because I've been talking to, like, my colleagues who've been through it. And people have been telling me that I seem more prepared than they were. And they were people who, like, got through it so i mean in terms of like feeling like i no longer think i'm inherently unlikable i just hope that my professors think i'm likable too well you're gonna take the test you're just gonna do your thing and uh they, they can they can kick rocks because you're gonna just get the grade yeah and i mean i have to say i'm glad that like writing essays is something i'm actually good at they're not like asking me to like do a hundred push-ups or or run a marathon or something. Yeah, that might be a, a test for a different uh, a, a, for a different thing. If you're you're to do a hundred push-ups, I don't know if that would be mm -hmm. a little little uh, that'd be anticlimactic almost. You you go through all this school and suddenly they're just like, all right, do a hundred push-ups and then you graduate. <laughs> Well, it's not the end. I gotta also write a dissertation, but at least that's my own stuff, my own pet research, and I miss it, and I'm looking forward to getting back to it. Well, good, good. I'm glad. This is very exciting. So this is, this is what I say to you, Kat. Next week, obviously, you're in test mode. Yep. But call after you take the test and let us know what happened. Mm. Well, then I, I mentioned that I'm also then going to Europe for two weeks after that, so I'll probably be calling back for the next time and sometime in June. When you're ready, we're going to be here. We're always here. It's like this is like the the sun 
rising and setting. Is every Tuesday the Beshu you could set the sun to it at oh, this point. Great. Uh, well, look, you have a great time. You best uh, break a leg. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, Tom. Right, I will talk to you soon. All right. All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. What's that song, Mike, that Elvis song? Remember, it's like, I used to dance. I used to sing. I used to dance. I used to dance. I used to do the hoochie coo, but now. What is that? Saved? What's that song called? I used to dance. The part of this. I used to smoke, I used to smoke, drink, and dance a hoochie coo. I used to smoke and drink, smoke and drink, and dance a hoochie coo. Oh, oh, yeah. When now I'm standing on this corner, praying for me and you. Ha, ha, ha. That's why I'm saved. I'm saved. People, let me tell you about a kingdom come. You know I'm saved. Why can't Avalanche Bob do wholesome songs like this? Right? Yeah, okay. I was going in a towel and the ladies in the towel, the cats in the tree. I can tell when I hear the Mike's laughter through the door that we're in, we're, we're right where he wants to be. That's usually not where I want to be. I used to dance. I used to smoke. I used to drink. I used to smoke. I used to drink. And I was dance a hoochie coo. A hoochie coo? 201-332-3484. We're talking about the things you did when you were wrong. The things wrong. You were wrong. I was wrong. And it can be anything. Or you talk about whatever you want to talk about tonight. I don't care. So, yeah. So, friends. Meet my friends of friends. We finished season two of, the, of that. It's on the uh, Patreon now. The dramatic conclusion. Get ready for season three. It's only going to get better. I'm going to say this. Ten years from now, people are going to talk about this friends podcast like they're going to realize it was... The best thing they ever heard. I'm telling you, I'm I'm not I'm not lying about that. I was reading an interview with this uh, Robert Fripp from 1974, and he was saying, he's saying, well, the album I did, no pussy footing with. Sorry, it sounds like a, a an Avalanche Bob song. Now, where's this guy performing that? I picture him doing it in front of the mob, like in a like a weird back room. Right? Hey, Bob, do this song again. I was in a thing with the... I got a towel and I'm roping in a cat's in the tree. And they're like throwing $100 bills at him. So, yes, Robert Fripp, he's saying, yeah, I did this album, No Pussyfooting, with Brian Eno. And uh, people don't appreciate it 
five years from now, it's going to be influential. And in the future, people are going to look back and it's going to be a very important record. He knew then. He knew it was. And he was right. He was right. And that's meet my friends and friends. That's my no pussy footing. That's my no pussy footing. You ever listen to that album, Mike? Yeah, it's, it's a, you, know, you, you can't get it. It's over your head. You can't hang with that stuff. Yeah, of course not. You didn't get into it. You didn't understand it. It's fine. Music you like, Mike, might be a little more like, I was in a tree and I got the... Yeah, so it would be it would be nice if the friends thing uh, we got some get some ink. I look at these podcasts, I see the ink that these things get. Not one drop of ink spilled over this thing yet. It's time. What do you podcast writers have any better to do? Right? You know, write about more more uh, ghoul murder ghoulish murder stuff. And then they found a dead body, and the face was chopped off. Right. So he's like some, hi, I want to tell you about a murder that was, they found a dead body in a park. Intellectual ghoul. Intellectual ghouls. No, we're having a grand old time. We're mad. Oh, we're doing something funny. God forbid anybody laugh. These uh, the, the other thing, the podcast thing, I saw that the, I think Vulture took over uh, Split Sider. The second Vulture takes over a split side. see no mention of the best show on that thing anymore. Hmm. The fix is in. Oh, Hollywood Handbook. They'll talk about that all day long. Hollywood Handbook. The, 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 despite the fact the, the, the least charitable show of any podcast. Zero. They've given zero dollars. Zero dollars. We did 15, we did 1300. Well, 1300 to uh, Hetrick Martin Institute, New Jersey. And we've done to the uh, Community Food Bank, New Jersey. It's a charitable show, best show. Hollywood Handbook, not so much. Money money flows their way. They tend to tend to uh, hold eyes. I guess it's a trickle-down theory. And speaking of money and podcasts, just remember, the best show pays our guests now. We're a part of a very small club of podcasts that pay guests. Figure out how much. Because I see some of these other podcasts. It's like they're doing hot potato. Oh, not us. Not us. We'll pass it along. Yeah. And some of these shows are so contingent on guests. Look, I don't need a guest to do this show. I don't need no guest. I could do it in no problem. Some of these other shows, they, 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 they'd fold... It fold in ten minutes with no guests. They got these guests writing monologues. They're doing they're doing speeches from Mice Man Cometh. They're doing the whole thing. They're mopping the hallways after it's done, and they're not even throwing the these these performers a nickel. They're not throwing them a nickel. Not the best show. We take care of our guests. It's a class act up in here. It's always classy when people tell you it's classy. That's when you know something's classy. Dare I say we might be the classiest. 
Some of the other shows, Chop ha- Chopo Trap House gives money, the guest. Hamburger men give money. They pay their guests. We'll pay. Because you hear these things. Oh, we're only going to give a little bit of money. That's insulting. We don't want to insult it. Yeah, you know what the most insulting number is? Zero. Having worked where people, sometimes you get overpaid uh, to make up for when you get underpaid, which is the story of most people's lives, maybe except for the overpaying part. The, uh, I think I speak for all of us when I say, if you were offering me $1 for my services or $0 for my services, I might not love that it's only $1. I will still take it over $0. Zero's the most insulting number of all. Oh, I don't want to insult anybody. It's insulting. We can only afford a little bit of money. It's insulting. Just pay. Cheapo. Are you going to take it with you? The podcast magnates? Are you going to take it with you? There will be blood. Right? You're going to chase podcast guests around a bowling alley? Sick. Sick and sad. Sick and sad. Equal parts. Equal parts sick and sad. So yeah. We pay our guests. That's what we do up in here. And look. Wrong. I'll say one thing. Not to pay your guests right off the top. That's wrong. Look. Am I going to retroactively do it? No. You kidding? I did 4,000 hours of the show for free. I ain't get paid. But now we change it. Now we change it. Patreon works. People are generous. And we, the generosity goes all out. Goes to charities. I'm like Hollywood Handbook. You know. Wouldn't, wouldn't kill these, uh, those guys to write a check here and there. Yeah, no. Spread the wealth. 201. 332-3484. Couple open lines. Look at that. Well, well, well. It's been a while. I used to smoke. I used to drink. I used to smoke. I used to drink. And I would dance a hoochie-coo, but now I'm saved. Where'd it go? Drink. There it is. I used to smoke, drink, and dance a hoochie coo. I used to smoke and drink, smoke and drink, and dance a hoochie coo. Oh, oh, yeah. Why is it so funny? Am I wrong, Mike? It's from the 68 comeback. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, it, trust me, this 68 comeback. The, the part where he's dressed in leather doing the thing, that's a third of the 68 comeback. The other two thirds, he's running around in the cowboy sets singing. It's like, 
Yeah, it's weird. The 68 comeback's weird. You should have seen it. Elvis did six. He came back and he was just in leather and singing the songs. Yeah, it's a part of it. The other parts is, is corny. He didn't come all the way back. He never came all the way back. Two years later, he's, uh, he's doing a, a run in Las Vegas. Like a bridge over troubled water. So I started watching this show, right? This uh, uh, Staten Island Hustle. Now, you know CNBC, which is a financial channel, apparently, right? Yeah. I don't know what this show has to do with finances. Every channel has one of those shows where it's just like, like, why is like Pawn Stars is what, on the History Channel? The History Channel. So CNBC now has this show, Staten Island Hustle. And first of all, I feel like we got a little... We had a, we, we had a thing years ago, was the idea was Staten Island Garbage Rats. It was going to be a reality show. It was going to be me and AP Mike and Dudio and uh, uh, Pat and uh, Kristen and uh, whoever else would be uh, the different teams digging through the garbage dumps on Staten Island looking for riches, right? Because like one man's, it would be like one man's trash is another man's treasure. And we had a bunch of, we had a good thing. We we actually were pretty far along with the whole thing. We had AP Mike was going to be the the bleep house Shakespeare was his. Well, yeah, you were going to have a monkey. That's right. Who would like go through the trash with you? Mike would be like, what is that? Is that a copy of Tropic of Cancer? Right? He'd send the monkey to go dig through a garbage bag. Look at this. First edition. And then Mike would start reading it in the middle of the garbage dump. And then the monkey's eating like pizza crust. From the garbage dump. Look at this. Henry Miller. And what was, did the monkey have a name? Can't remember. What? Arthur. Arthur? No. The monkey's not named Arthur. What was the monkey's name? It was like Chaucer. See this Chaucer? AP Mike in the middle of a garbage because Staten Island has the had the world's largest uh, garbage dump or whatever it was. It was like something that's not the kind of thing you brag about. And then they covered it with like grass, and now they're waiting for it to like the environment to cycle through, and then it's going to just be a park. People will be rolling their kid through a park. You know we're on top of uh, <laughs> we're on top of garbage here in the park yeah so Staten Island Garbage Rats was a great idea we didn't get to it but Staten Island Hustle showed up in the meantime and this show is skin crawling it's these five idiots and look I use the word idiot and I think it fits this time 
You might say, hey, that's a little harsh. Yeah, you watch. Check this show out. It's these five guys on Staten Island. And it's them uh, coming up with different schemes. And that they can get a... You should listen to the trailer. I'm going to play the trailer. Let's listen to the trailer. And then we'll get a taste of... Uh, that might... Words will not uh, will not capture the magic of this. Let's get this going here. Here we go. Not playing the dumb financial ad. Hold on. You're either a hustler. Fifteen hundred dollars. Got a deal? Hold on. On Staten Island, New York, you're either a hustler. Fifteen hundred dollars. Got a deal? Or you're getting hustled. I'm looking for three hundred thousand. What do you think? It's Christmas time. We are the hustlers. You want to make more money? This is business. That's like a million dollars profit. So we got a deal. We're in. The five of us, we go way back. And our only goal is to strike it rich. It's My a billion God. dollar thing. A billion dollar. A billion. Oh, God strike me down if these guys get their hands on a billion dollars. First of all, the five of us, the only thing these guys, that these guys, uh, the first business idea they should have come up with is like uh, sticking their head in bowling ball polishers. It's five guys, uh, five husky fellas with their heads shaved, like with, not shaved, I don't think these are shaved. I think nature was doing the shaving on some of these heads. Go way back. And our only goal is to strike it rich. It's My a billion God. dollar thing. That's my money. Every week we meet to discuss the big ideas we've been cooking up. It's a three button phone in case of an emergency. So this guy has a three button phone in case of emergency. So, I mean, this is like the reverse mortgage of phones, I guess. <laughs> Ripping off seniors. Listen, <laughs> this is an SOS. New York water just makes a bagel better. It's a known fact. Something like that has never been duplicated before. Let me just say, the, the first episode is all about New York water. First thing, this, this is the, puts a bee in my bonnet on a thing. When anybody is like prou- overly proud of a thing they had zero to do with. It's a New York water. This water is the best water. It makes the best bread. It's like, you didn't have anything to do with it. The brag. The bread. The the bread. The pizza. It's the water. So there it is. The New York water maker. Wow. So they invent it. They get this. They go to an inventor. What if we could turn the water into. The the water could be the same as New York water everywhere. I'll say this. Look, I grew up in this area my whole life. These guys on this thing, they, they, well, this episode, they're like, the New Jersey water, it stinks. Like the one guy takes, it's like smells the New Jersey water. He's like, Ugh! like okay, well, it's not from a pond, you idiot. It's from a faucet. He like pulls his head, like, it's disgusting. Talk about the New Jersey water.
Yeah. The only, you know, the, the one thing, it's on CNBC. The only thing that had, this has to do with finances is it made me question why I'm paying for cable at this point. Like that was the finance thing that I questioned. What? Yeah. CNBC. So, so these guys, they're like, what if we could get a machine that could turn the water from here, just like New York water everywhere? And then they go to like this inventor who like comes, who actually comes up with the machine. And then the guy's like, yeah, no, it's my machine. And they're like, oh, it was our idea. Well, what are we getting ripped off here? It's our idea. The show should be called Dumb Fellas. So embarrassing. These guys are, they all act like they're mobbed up too on it. Like, like, it's it. Wouldn't that be like something you don't want to be proud of if you were like in the mob? Like, why is that a thing you want to, you know, why would you want to like imply that you're in an organization that like steals money from people where it's their money, but we take it? What's that, Mike? Gangster wannabes? Come here, I can't hear you. This guy, he's, he's slurring his... The, the Kirkland light has gone to you. They call, they call wannabe gangsters tomato gangsters. Why, why is that now? Because they're just they're phony. They're phony. Like, you know, like tomato cans? Like boxing? Like, you know, like cheap tomato sauce. Sure, okay. All right, the, you're offensive also. Get out of here. It's a race to the bottom. <laughs> and there's this one this one guy's like I came up with an idea for a thing called salad it was a salad an all-in-one salad dressing this is this was like a like a thing from from like a dystopia it was like from a, also can we can we also just retire when everybody's it's idiot we live in idiocracy now we live in the, did you see that movie Idiocracy? We live there now. This is idiocracy. Really? Is it? It's idiocracy. It's like, we, we, we are there now. This is it. So, yeah, look, I, I know, I know it's not peaches and cream. It's not, it, it's, uh, I'm not watering plants with soda yet. So, this guy has this idea. That this, this idea could have been right out of idiocracy. It's the all-in-one salad dressing called Just Add Lettuce. And it's the first 3D, he calls it the first three-dimensional salad dressing. Most salad dressings have length and width, but don't have height. What? Just because it's got all sorts of crap piled into the jar that makes it like a glob. Three-dimensional salad dressing. So gross. So yeah, they're just not, they're just hustling. They're just hustling all the time. They're running around and they got this machine. They're going to turn the water and to make it like New York water. So the pizza. And look, I'm in New Jersey. 
I eat New York pizza. I eat New Jersey pizza. Trust me. These guys are talking about this New Jersey pizza as if you're, you're eating uh, at the airport uh, in Iowa City. Trust me. The, the pizza's just fine here. Some would say it'd be better. You could go go to go put a, a, a pizza in Trenton up against it. I'll put that up there against it, right? You get it. Mike doesn't. He likes Elio's. Doesn't matter what borough you heat Elio's up in, Mike. Mike's like, I like Bayonne pizza because he puts Elio's in his in an oven in Bayonne. Best show, hi. Oven in Bayonne. Hi, Tom. It's uh, Matt from Reno. Matt Farino. What's up, Matt Farino? No, from Reno. I apologize. I'm on from a- Reno. Matt from Reno. What's up in Reno tonight? Uh, well, I-, I will tell you, I've been waiting weeks to do this. I'm going to open a can of Kirkland Light right uh, now. It's Mike's Is that okay? Beer. It's Mike's Choice Beer, Kirkland Light. From Costco. I don't know if you heard that, but... Oh, I heard it. That was the Chiku of, of a Kirkland Beer. About a 48-pack. Yeah, I think that's the only way they come. It was it was in honor of the best show, though. I wouldn't have done it otherwise, so perhaps... Don't blame us. How is it? Not great. I mean... That's what I heard. You know, yeah. That's what I hear. So I wanted to, um, if, if you'll permit me, I wanted to share an uh, experience I had yesterday. I got to interview uh, Courtney Barnett. You interviewed Courtney Barnett, the rock star. Yeah, absolutely. And the first thing that came to mind is that I was nervous and I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, so what should I talk to her about? And the first thing that came to mind uh, beyond her incredible record and all the things she's accomplished in her own merits is her record with Kurt Vile. That's right. And then Have You Met Jello Man? Well, I can answer that one. I saw her with Jello Man. She knows Jello Man. She does. Oh yeah. So what how did the interview go? It's very very good. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was, it was funny though because um we were uh in front of an audience. It was one of these things it's like, a, you know, a radio thing. And uh you know, I said, "Have you met Jello Man?" She said, "Yeah, and he's he's hilarious and he's great." The the weird thing about him is that he has e-cigarettes for legs. But see, this is not you, though. You're you're trying. This is not some cheap. It's a cheap franchise. You're you're like the. This was the Kirkland Light of you, doing e-cigarettes for legs. It's not the guy. They all think they can do that. Was not him. Yeah, no. I know who the other guy. That's the I know the original guy. He doesn't. Wa- he doesn't know how much I know about him. But trust me, I know who he is, and I don't care. I like the calls. I like it. Oh, the e-cigarette guy is driving Tom nuts. Are try- you kidding? I'll take that guy. I'll take that guy every time, every week. E-cigarette guy. I think I calls up, starts singing some song about trees and the cats and trees. I don't want to hear that. I was looking at a tree and they got the cat and the, the, the towel up the. Best show, hi. Hey, 
Hey, Tom, how you doing? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Zach, the Z-Man. Oh, it's a Z. I know this guy. Z-Man. This is the, uh, this is the guy. He is, or was, I should say at this point, was the owner of a <laughs> puppet named Wally Wacky Man, who, uh, was this purple, this purple wackadoo who, uh, would call up and, and just say the most outrageous things. You, you couldn't, you couldn't stop him. No matter how hard I tried, I could not stop him. But the one thing, it was not me that stopped him. He was stopped, I will say. The one thing that, that did stop him was that he was, uh, Z-Man was in his, was driving around with Wally riding shotgun. And by that, I mean he's in his, trash bag and then z-man had to clean his car out and did not realize that he was throwing car trash into the wally wacky man bag and wally wacky man was covered in in old soda cans and and candy bar wrappers the bag got thrown into the trash and by the time z-man realized it the garbage was crushed and incinerated. So Wally Wacky Man, rest in peace. Is that, is that, how accurate is that? <laughs> Should I leave that up to uh, no, the imagination you, of the No, listener? it's not true. Look, I'm, I'm, what's up, Z Man? <clears throat> oh, not much. Uh, it's, it's my birthday. Hold on a second. Today is your birthday. Yeah. Let me say this to you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to say happy birthday. Oh. Sorry. It's in the public domain now, you know. No, I'm not singing it. You want it too bad. <laughs> I've, I've heard you do it to other yeah. cars yeah. where you started off yeah. so many no, I'm not times. Doing, no, I'm not doing it. You want it too bad. This could be bad. my year. No, you want it too bad. The, not the, even this, a, this, uh... could be, this could be our year. That's that song by the I'll say this. <laughs> This could be our years, this song, the zombie song. Is that song, oh, you're right there? No, I just saw a little throat clearing, sorry about that. Okay, that's all right, that's all right. I just make sure you're okay. Thank you. This song, this could be our year, everybody's a, this could be our year, took a long time to come, the smile on your face, and then so it's a song for, it's a song for losers, right? Mm-hmm. This could be our year. How about this is our year? And if it's not, too bleeping bad. It is our <laughs> year. I, what, what part of this will be our year couldn't you understand? This will be our year. Took a long time to come. No. I, I'm not a fan of that song as, a, as anything to be celebrated. Sure. Yeah, but I could hear it in your voice. You want me to do happy birthday so badly. No, it's okay. It's fine. Well, Z-Man, I wish I could. Actually, I don't wish I could. I'm not doing it. That's okay. You want That's it fine. too badly. You want it too bad. So what's going on tonight, other than it's your birthday? <laughs> well, not too much. Uh, you know, I've Did been Wally like, get oh. you anything? Did Wally get you anything? And he's alive. Too. No. I'm, I'm receiving reports now. <laughs> right. He is right. alive. He's not well. He's not feeling well. He's alive. Yeah, you know, he's holding up the best he can. Yes. Um... Yeah, doing pretty good. You know, uh, 
everyone over here has been enjoying listening to the best show. You know, I've been meaning to call on, but at least, you know, we're okay. still keeping up with it. My, uh, How's the baby? You know, my, my, How's my, the baby? She's good. She's, she's three now, um, and she's pretty fully aware of the show now. Like, um, I had Facebook open, and a friend had an image with the logo, and she walked past it, and she said, best show. She recognizes the logo. Oh, and wow. She hears your awesome. voice in the car. She knows. She's like, she talks about the best show. So she can recognize your voice equals best show. Oh, that's nice. And, yeah. And, um, <laughs> how many times, how many times have you shown her the Warriors, the movie, the, I know when she was six months old, you, you, <laughs> oh, deci- you decided the six month point was time, time for baby's first, uh, screening of the Warriors. You took her to a public screening of the Warriors. And, uh, featuring, and I remember that she, she, the one somebody painted as a baseball fury was holding her for a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta see her again. We really gotta get a new association <laughs> beyond that. She's so much more as a person. So how many times, what other, mo- what other movies have you shown her? The Shining? Have you gotten to that yet? <laughs> no. The Exorcist? No. What's next? What's next? What's next in the, on the film? In the film course for you. <laughs> well, on this note, I will tell you one thing she liked a lot, having discovered it listening to last week's podcast. What's that? Hi, I'm Dennis. <laughs> she likes Hi, I'm Dennis. It was it's cracking the worst, her up. That's the worst one I we heard. That's the worst thing I heard yet. AP Mike going, <laughs> Hi, I'm Dennis. We had to keep playing it for her. She would say again, again. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna send Mike over. Get a live. That's gonna be for her birthday. Mike's okay. gonna go over. Hi, I'm Dennis. <laughs> right that could be breath. something new for the band yeah. camp site. He'll live appearance. Over. He'll go over. He'll set his Kirkland light on your on your kid's head. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dennis. <laughs> so. What's the next movie? What's the next movie you're going to show her? What, what, what's next? All that jazz? Are we there yet? Are we ready for all that jazz yet? No. I don't think so. The master? <laughs> well, does she, but the one thing is that I'm wondering about, have you forced the Muppets on her enough to where she's pretending to like the Muppets? <laughs> No, you know, um, she likes them a lot. You know, she's, you know, started with, you know, Sesame Street and stuff. And then, uh, oddly enough, not the way I wanted it to go, but her first exposure to, like, the Muppet Show characters was that ABC show. Sure. The short-lived ABC yeah. show. But, you know, even when she was very little, she would get excited seeing the characters, even if, you know, the, uh, the you know, forced, edgy adult humor went over her head, thankfully. Yeah. Um, no, I've heard but, that uh, you're you know, considering. Yeah, that was the, that's I've, the only I, I, movie she's seen in the theater. We took her to see the original Muppet movie, and that was nice with my parents. Because the Warriors was in a park. That was in like a right. What was it? A park? <laughs> like an alley? Where did was that shown? It was at Coney Island by like you know mm-hmm. that whole area with the parks and stuff. But we and is it true? <laughs> I, 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 is it true she was clinking three baby bottles on her fingers? <laughs> <laughs> By your account, yes. <laughs> right? And her first words were, uh, warriors come out and play? <laughs> so, 
Yes. So so you showed her you showed her the you took her to the Muppet movie. Right? Not the yeah. Muppet movie. <clears throat> the original one, yeah. From seventy nine. That's what you took her to? Yeah, me and my parents and my wife. We, is that, we all boring? Is that movie boring now? It's kind of boring, right? Well, I mean, with her in a theater, any movie, she's not going to sit still for the whole thing. That's why that's the only one we've done. But you know, but for you, otherwise, for no, she, you though, do you still get do you still get enjoyment from it? Oh yeah, yeah. But do the Muppets look cheap in it? Do they look like they're the cheap? Uh, I don't know. I think they look fine. All right. See, man, there's one thing, all kidding aside, I want to tell you, uh, okay. considering what today is, um, all, all, you know, I tease you, but from, oh, the, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say to you, you're banned from calling the show for, Oh. no, that's not what I want to say. I want to say to you, happy birthday to you. So I can do the whole thing because it is public domain. The Hill family's not going to come after us. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, old Z-Man and Wally. Right? Wally's got the same birthday as you. Well, I mean, <coughs> he's, he's here. he was created, Wait, not oh. born. And... Hey, Zach, how are you? It's me, Wally. Oh, my God. How's it going tonight, Zach? Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, Wally. Zach, I get Z-Man, I got some problems. Oh, no, what's wrong? I went to a casino. Oh, boy, how much do I owe? No, I made a lot of money. Oh, really? But they, the only let, they only let you cash out $5,000 of chips at a time without paying taxes. And I've got $88,000 in chips. Oh, boy. So I'm here at the casino for another three weeks, cashing the money out. $4,990 and a pop. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going to be a while. So my the problem I have is I'm scared. Oh, don't be scared. There's some cheap hoods hanging around. Uh-oh. What should I do? Well, I mean, you've you've handled some uh, rough spots before, haven't you? I think I'm going to get a gun. Oh, well, don't need to be that drastic. To defend myself, Z-Man. Okay, well, self-defense, that's one thing, that's fine. Or to take things that aren't mine. <laughs> well, wait, you just got $88,000. I don't know if you need well, to go. Well, I only start. won 30000 Wait, what happened to the rest? No, I got the other 58 by stealing it. Oh, you didn't say that, Wally. Yeah, that's how it is now for old Wally. Oh, boy, how the mighty have fallen. So what should I do, Z-Man? Uh, I don't know. I've never really been... The gambling type, I'm not sure what I would do in such a situation. I got all this money. Um. And I hmm. gotta admit, I got into a bit of a tussle in a parking garage. What happened? I pulled out a car jack, a car jack. 
Uh-huh. And I hit a guy. Oh, no. And I liked it. Oh, that's not good. I felt the rush of power. <laughs> you keep me in the sack too long, Z-Man. Yeah, I guess it's on me. You gotta help me. All right, what can I do? I need you to take care of a little problem I have. All right, what can I do? What's the problem? Who's the problem is more like it. Oh, that kind of problem. Yeah. I need you to, I need you to torture business. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> Happy birthday to <laughs> you. Oh, Z-Man, you're one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Oh, and one I'll take one of. One of. I'll tell you, I'm going to put it back in proper perspective also. <laughs> Dial it back one of. Yes, you're not, you're not my favorite. It would be weird if you were. <laughs> yeah, probably. You should be upset. If I said you're my favorite, you should be, yeah, that, that does not sound, I don't like the way that hits my ear, the sound of that. So, to you, I say happy birthday. Did you, did you get a nice cake tonight? Yeah, my wife made a cake. It was, uh, it was very delicious. And, you know, my mm. parents came down. My daughter sang happy birthday to me. That's and, uh, we had a nice little, little time. I love it. Z-Man. Um, before I go, can I can I uh, do something for the topic? I wish I, wish I could say yes, but oh, no, of right, course you can, of course. What <laughs> okay, do you I don't know if all the lines are lit no, up no, or anything. Don't worry. Look, if all the lines could be lit up, actually, we got one open line, 201-332-3484, but what do you got, uh, Z-Man? What all right, got? well, it's not uh, something that's happened to me, but it's something I hope to uh, have happen in the future. Like if if I could take a leap into the future, yeah, I would hope I would hope that you would be on the receiving end of an "I was wrong" oh. when you, when uh, someone finds out this whole Don Strong thing uh, doesn't yes, work out as good as he you. thought. It's yeah, uh, this... some scheme, and he got in over his head. I'll say this, Z man, come calling back to you. We'll see. And the Meet My Friends of Friends podcast. We'll see the Meet My Friends of Friends podcast. Dudio is under the influence of a, of a, a super agent, whatever, a producer, a podcast agent, Don Strong. I don't care for it. Thank no, you. No, me neither. What, he, what he's done to you and Pat under the influence of this guy getting a swelled head for a yeah. podcast that hasn't right? even come out yet. Right? I, I don't like it. Do you one think bit. it even comes out? One episode. We've not even gotten one episode yet. Do you think yeah. we get one episode of that podcast? We'll see. I mean, Wally's already had two. <laughs> so well, Wally's he's, he's had 11 years. Much. He's had 11 years to do two episodes. <laughs> I'm hoping that me and Wally can start that back up real soon. There's been boring real-life stuff that nobody wants to hear about why it's been uh, on hiatus. Don't but worry. Hoping don't worry. Look, to come back very soon. Of course. We can't wait. We all can't wait till the puppet cast is back. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Amen. Happy birthday. Thank. Bashel, hi. Hey, Tom. What's up? Not a whole lot. To whom am I speaking? This is Randy in Abington, Pennsylvania. How's it going, Tom? Randy, what's going down tonight? Uh, 
not a whole lot. I just had one for the topic. What do you got? Uh, I think I was very wrong about pop punk music. I came up uh, in an era where that was mostly like, you know, when you thought about it, you thought about Fall Out Boy and the like, but recently I've gotten into a lot of pop punk bands and realized it's probably my favorite genre of music. Like, who's the best as far as you're concerned? Who's who's the best? Uh, of bands releasing music right now, I, I think you in- introduced me to, well, Sum 41 is very good. I don't want to waste my time. Is that them? Who's that? Uh, that is them, yes. Go ahead. Well, who's the best? Uh, I, I think you introduced me to Modern Baseball through the show. Yeah, I love them. It's a good band. Uh, Holy Holy Ghost got quite a lot of spin. Yep. Uh, over the last like two years, my favorite song on the album, though, a, a lot of people love the likes. You can say it's Wedding it. Singer. I'm a big fan of uh, the ballad of E-Sig Legs. Yeah. Uh, see, now they're all just cheap knockoffs. They're cheap knockoffs, Mike. And I could see it coming. I said it. I said it to the guy. You know band I like, and we're going to hear something from them now, from their most recent album, The Golden Boys. the best show what's up everybody the number 201-332-3484 if you want to call and get in on the action we're talking about all sorts of things tonight we just heard from the golden boys such a good band better than good times their most recent album on 12xu Was that Cincinnati we heard? Yeah. It's a great album. I love the Golden Boys. They're like, everybody in the band does song. They write and sing and stuff. It's like a good Eagles. It's like if the Eagles weren't terrible. Bet show, hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is Roxy in Los Angeles. Oh my goodness! It's Roxy in Los Angeles. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> oh no, not with that. That. Hi. <laughs> no, don't sorry. say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> now you, Roxy from Los Angeles, people know you best on the show. You are. You uh, and I'm um, Roxy from Los Angeles. You're Roxy yeah. from Los Angeles. You went on a, a fun date where you provided saw, by you. Provided you by paid me. for the date. Yes. Thank you very much. And I will say this: I PayPal'd out a couple of, for a couple of people for some future anniversary dates and things. I'm gonna start signing. Where? What are you? Where are you at here? What is that? Uh, at the airport? What was that? Am I at the airport? No, I'm. Uh, I'm actually outside waiting for a lift. Okay. <laughs> On the street, unfortunately. So Sorry. I say. I say. As I just wasn't sure what that was. So the you uh, you went on a date with another listener, and you saw bad grandpa, mm-hmm. dirty grandpa, dirty grandpa, not bad grandpa, yeah. dirty grandpa, and uh, 
Yeah, that, and you had a fun time, and the guy was a nice guy who became a friend of yours, and it, it was nice. It, while, while it did not end in matrimony. No. It ended in fr- a friendship <laughs> no, arose from so. <laughs> We're buds. Yeah. We're buds. So people, I I, I uh, just sent a couple PayPal uh, out, paid for a couple anniversary dates, and I will send people to see whatever movie yeah. I choose. So get ready. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Now you... Hearing that, people are meeting via the best show. That's awesome. It's nice. It's really cool. Is that I weird? See, yeah, no, it's not. That's not weird. It's nice. It's nice. It's awesome. I saw a picture People you come put together online. that like the same thing. Right. I love it. Why not? And they actually become actual real life friends. I know. I mean, I met my boyfriend not knowing he was a fan of the best show, and then once we were introduced, I was like, "Wait, you love the best show? That's crazy." This still falls <laughs> under the domain of me when, if and when. I'm not putting in pressure. You guys take it <laughs> to a different level. We know. We know the deal. I have some we know say that, like, over the ceremony. Happen with us, I have some say over the ceremony. the wedding. There will be a dirty grandpa cake. We know. No, it's not a dirty. It's not going to be a dirty grandpa cake because that was with the other dude. This is. This will be a different. Well, cake. the thing is, though. But my did I not tell you the story with my boyfriend? Like his thing was, he wrote this novella, and for every yes, copy that our friend bought of this novella, mm-hmm. he would go see Dirty Grandpa. And he so, like, he and I had this weird, times. like, best show duty grandpa connection that we didn't even know about. So what we're going to do, though, the cake, the cake is going to be shaped like a can of uh, Kirkland Light. It's going to be a gray wedding cake. <laughs> a dingy gray wedding cake. And it's going to say Kirkland Light on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a little uh, AP mic on top. Made out of marzipan, <laughs> a little marzipan AP mic. I love it. And it'll be it'll be AP mic. It'll be it depicted. It'll be like a little diorama. Maybe you can even look in. Maybe I'll even make an edible shoe box <laughs> that people have to look into on top of the marzipan of marzipan marzipan shoe box. Yes, they're going to look into it and see depicting the time when AP Mike was in that room that that guy had this fancy stereo, right? It'll be AP Mike slowly, <laughs> slowly le- walking out of the room backwards, realizing right. this might not be uh, the scene for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it will, and, and it will be completely edible. Will be the the <laughs> thing of Mike in that room, slowly <laughs> sliding backwards toward the exit, realizing, yeah, I think I got to get going, guys. <laughs> We're going to eat it. We'll eat it all one day when so, my boyfriend, who has never proposed to me, and I get married. Look, oh, no, no, look. I'm not rushing. It's going to be 30 Ooh, years from now. No rush. No rush. There's no rush. Unless you want me to. Okay, I'm not gonna, this, is just your, this is your business. This is your business. I'm not dragging this onto the air for cheap, cheap public consumption. He'll listen tomorrow on his way to work and be like, oh, God. So you now, though, one thing I did see you do was I saw a thing on, was it on Instagram of you eating that one of those horrendous, because your, your boyfriend called and was bragging about how he goes to like some tests, oh. some test lab for like, 
for Panda yes. Express or something? The, the Panda, it's, it's, okay, it's the Panda Express. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a Panda Express, like, test kitchen. And so basically they offer, it's in Altadena, I want to say, like, outside of Pasadena. I feel awful for not knowing the name of the town. But anyway, this Panda Express is, like, the quote-unquote test kitchen, and they make, like, scallion pancake burritos with orange chicken and rice. And my boyfriend called in about it, and he said he loved it, and we all made fun of him for it. But then I went the other day, so I'm not going to lie. It was really good. And you were eating one of these. It's basically just I taking the... I a scallion pancake. But all it is is just the food. All it is is chicken it's rice. Just, it was great. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, no. Really yeah, yeah, you know why? Because all they did was just take Panda Express food and dump it into a burrito wrap. Yeah, yeah. But it was great. I, I could do it. anything I'm like that. Lie. I could, like, I could wrap a piece of cake up in a burrito wrap, and then you'd be like, "Oh, I had an ice cream sundae in a burrito wrap." Of course, I would too. <laughs> I need it in a second. If I went into the I'm a garbage if, person who loves garbage you're not food. A gar- look, okay, you might like garbage food. You're not a garbage person. I'm not going to let you say that about yourself. Wrong. So you I go. Mean, look, if I, I went, okay, like just like fifty percent garbage person. Let's, hold let's on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. I know you're excited about your lift. You're all ramped up because you got a lift coming. It's a special night. My lift isn't coming anymore, so I don't know so, where it went. I think I just canceled it by accident. If I That's ate. Fine. If I ate a thing, all if you said, "Hey, I, I'm going to take a Reese's piece of Sunday from Friendly's and dump it in a burrito oh, wrap, yeah. and then you freeze it just so, <laughs> so just so it's not it's weirdly soft or and you froze that, that'd be great. It would be great. I remember as a kid, my dad my dad was a restaurant manager, like that was his job. So that's like what he did when I was growing up. And at one point, we almost moved to Connecticut because he almost got a job as a friendlies manager, and my sister and I were so psyched about it. <laughs> the dad is going to go get a job get running job. friendlies. <laughs> Could you imagine that every night he brings home, he'd bring home the the Sundays, the to go Sundays that people didn't pick up. He'd bring those home for you. Honestly, guys, right? It's you, the dream. You'd That's call in. You'd call dream. in orders. <laughs> you'd call in fake orders that you'd know Dad would have to bring home. You'd be like, I'd like to order a uh, Reese's Pizza Sunday with uh, <laughs> mint chocolate chip ice cream. And uh, yeah, I'll pick it up. My name is uh, Tina. Yeah. And then how did be, he know mint chip was my favorite? How did he know, Tom? I, I can I, I have a good handle on the human condition. That's how. All right. So look, you go get your 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 ride. Thank you. And I'll you? go reorder my. Go I think I canceled my ride because I called back in because mm-hmm. my boyfriend gave me a call and then I canceled the ride. So I was like, "All right, well, look, you go." Re- I was get- wrong. I was wrong. You did. There you go. And you tied it back to the topic after all. There we go. I was wrong. All right, my friend. Honestly, originally I was calling just to make a plea to my boyfriend to be like, I'm sorry, I'm wrong about everything. You're always right. Thanks for letting me Why always say, say I'm what, right. What is, what, what is this guy? What 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 are you with? Uh, uh, some sort of genius here? You're smart. I'm with like 
I, I date, luckily my boyfriend is like the nicest human being in the world that deals with me. So I'm just like forever grateful. Oh, stop so beating you. yourself up. <laughs> stop with that. No, I'm a handful. I'm well aware. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I, I know it's fine. <laughs> All right. You have a great All night. Right. And I don't like this. I don't like this yep. when anybody's like, I'm terrible, but I, uh, I'm, I'm not, not terrible. Okay. I'm just a handful. A hand. Okay, you're just I'm a definitely handful. not terrible. All right, I'm good. Good. You're the best now. All right, now we're swinging wildly from from extreme to extreme. Okay. All right, Roxy. You have a great night. You too, Tom. Thanks for right. Best show. Hi. Hey, how's it going, Tom? Ah, uh, it's going. Who's this now? This is uh, Stephen from West Virginia. Stephen. Yeah. What's up, Stephen? Uh, uh, not much. How you doing? I'm good. I, I've already asked that. Sorry. I'm a little Steven! nervous. <laughs> what's up? What's, what's up tonight? Uh, not much. Uh, we had the West Virginia primaries today, and I went out and voted. How'd that go? Uh, went. Uh, the, pe- the lady I voted for didn't win. I voted for uh, Paula Swearingen. Mm-hmm. But uh, she she wasn't going to beat Joe Manchin because he wins in you know West Virginia and the coal mines and all that jazz. Sure, but it was a good showing. Was it a good showing at least? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I was one of the. I, there was less than a thousand, a little bit less than a thousand people that voted for my candidate. <laughs> he got like sixty nine percent of the vote. Uh, well, in my county, in my county. Good. Well, look, you did that. You got out and you did your thing. That's all you. Oh did. yeah. But you know what, my friend? That's the start. It's got to be the start. That can't be. That's not the end. Doing things oh. like that, going on a march or going to vote. That's not the. That's not the end of helping with a thing. That's the start of of being involved. I see it as the closest I can be to like serving my country besides being a military. <laughs> As I can without joining the military. <laughs> but you could also serve. You just say, try this on for size, my friend. You serve people. Try serving some people. See how that feels. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. People. 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 What else is up? What, what else is cooking there, my friend? Uh, what else is cooking? Um, I do a radio show in my hometown, and I'm doing a Mother's Day special. So I just cooked up. A, I just texted with my mom and... She's going to be my guest, and we're going to, I'm going to play a lot of her favorite cigarettes for legs. Does your mother have e-cigarettes for legs? Get it over with. You can say it. Uh, I'd like to say yes, but she doesn't. <laughs> okay. So what are you going to do on your Mother's Day show? Uh, I'm going to play bands that have moms in the band, and then songs that feature the lyrics, like, you know, they say stuff about moms. Sure. So I'm playing, like, uh, Kim Gordon. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're going to play Mother... Yep, that's number one. <laughs> Mother! It, that's that's kind of a joke, though. I don't... I, Mother! I'm not do you want to bang hairs with me? I used to dance. I used to drink. I used to <laughs> dance. I used to drink. And I could do the hoochie coo, but now I'm saved. Right? I never, I never heard that Elvis song until tonight. Yeah. What I else like are you going to do? Well, where's your show? Where can people hear your show? Oh, you, you serious? Yeah, give a plug. That's, that's an honor. Thank you very much. Uh, WPKMRadio.com. Or just go to at I'm the Psychic Mothman. Go to the Psychic Mothman uh, Twitter. The Psychic Mothman. Yep. All right, Psychic Mothman. is very exciting. 
I'm proud of my West Virginia folklore. Good, good. You should be. You should be proud of your West Virginia folklore. <laughs> you do what you do. That's all you're doing, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the plug. Of course. Well, you know, use any time you want. To. showed up at the doorstep of Lake Wobegon, and the fine women and men were all too happy to welcome its arrival. The birds were also quite content to see its return, as they had just barely made it through another cold Minnesota winter. Nobody was happier to see the return of spring than old Farmer Gary. He'd been quite busy working on making his dream of opening Lake Wobegon's first bottomless car wash a reality. But the cold weather was getting in the way of Farmer Gary's dreams. It seems the people of Lake Wobegon don't like to indulge in their erotic flights of fancy until the weather reaches a certain temperature. So Gary was ironically losing his shirt as he tried to open a car wash where the workers would lose their pants as they hosed down and scrubbed your wheels and bumpers until they were squeaky clean. But Gary knew that the perverts and lechers in the town were reliable lot. They craved their filth with a determined and demented focus, unrivaled on this blue marble. You could put their sickness against those of the most broken scum lurking in any of the globe's most debauched corners and consider it a safe bet that Lake Wobegon would come out on top. So Farmer Gary waited. He knew they would come through for him. This is Garrison Keeler, and you're listening to a Porno Home Companion, broadcasting live from a supply closet at Ultimate Massage on Route 81 in downtown St. Paul. Open 24 hours a day. The door is locked. Please press the top buzzer and ask for Garrison. Farmer Gary's bake sale had been quite disappointing. 
The crowds had turned out just fine, but once they were all in one place together for the first time after such a long, cold winter, they did not need lewd baked goods to spur them on. Just the sight of each other after month upon month of snow sent an erotic charge through the recreation center. Before long, the restrooms and supply closets were occupied by Lake Wobegon's finest getting reacquainted with each other in a carnal fashion that any decent person would describe as disgusting at best. So with the debacle of the erotic bake sale, Farmer Gary knew he had just one option. If he wanted the bottomless car wash to take off, he would have to bring some business to Lake Wobegon. His plan was audacious. His goal now was more than just the size of Lake Wobegon, it was national. His new plan was to lure the Adult Video Awards from Las Vegas and get them to present the ceremony at the Lake Wobegon Convention Center. Now, most of the time, the convention center was used to host events like the Minnesota Future Farmers gathering. Now it was a matter of convincing the committee that runs the Adult Video Awards to move their tribute to skin flicks to the hinterlands. This is Garrison Keeler, and you're listening to a porno home companion. Broadcasting live every day from a supply closet at Ultimate Massage on Route 81 in downtown St. Paul. Open 24 hours a day. Press the top button on the buzzer. The door is locked. Ask for Garrison. Between noon and 7 p.m. I will be asleep. So please, press the buzzer more than once. Farmer Gary did have an ace up his sleeve, however. He knew one person who could help him with this audacious plan. He had an old friend named Dennis. Dennis had been a firefighter in Lake Wobegon years prior before he packed up his belongings and headed for the warmer climes of Nevada. These days, Dennis was known by his full name, Dennis Hoff, owner of the Bunny Ranch, a brothel honored over the years by celebrities and perverts across the globe. Home box office, HBO, a network that has shown 
questionable decision making over the years. Chose to air a program season after season paying tribute to this house of ill repute called Cat House. Gary picked up the phone and he dialed. Dennis answered with his gruff demeanor and As I was saying, getting a whip for a whip fight is an individual's decision. So much of the time, the whips that people get these days are used for sheer noise-making purposes to herd cattle or maybe control sled dogs. They're not intended to hit anything or anyone except in an extreme emergency. If you use a whip to hit livestock, you run the risk of doing too much damage, either breaking a bone or leaving an open wound that would get the livestock infected, defeating the purpose. There's one whip that fits the bill, though, if you're looking for whip fights. It's a whip with a sordid history. The short black snake. Part whip. Part blackjack. It is undeniably a vicious street fighting weapon. 
For those who don't know, a blackjack, also known outside the U.S. as a kosh, is a small club with a flexible handle and lead weight at the end, usually with a leather cover. A light tap on the skull with one of these is enough to render someone unconscious, and a full force hit will break bones. Blackjacks are very illegal in many districts, so please... Make sure that blackjacks are legal before you consider getting your hands on a short black snake. Albert. We're taking calls tonight on what's the best kind of whip for a whip fight here on Whip Talk. This is Zachary. Welcome to Whip Talk. Hello. Is this Zachary? It is. Welcome to Whip Talk. Who is this? Hey, what's going on? Who's this? This is Tommy in Brooklyn. Tommy. What kind of whip do you want to use in a whip fight? What kind of whip do I use? Yes. That's why you called Whip Talk. I just like a, like a classic leather. What's that? Classic like what? a classic leather whip. What length? Oh, about, uh, I would say about 14, 14 inches. 14 inches. You On the shorter end. Why would you have a 14-inch whip in a whip fight? I, I like a proximity, you know? You can't get any momentum with a 14-inch whip. That's foolish. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hear you, Zach. Have a good show. Albert, Albert, why would you let him through? He was a fool. This is whip talk. We're talking about whips. And the best kind of whip for a whip fight. The phone number, 201-332-3484. Around the 19th century, a whip maker had the bright idea of loading a handle on a short snake whip with a lead shot and selling it for use as a blackjack. While there might be a law against carrying a blackjack, there was no law against walking around with a whip rolled up in your pocket. Often these whips had some fancy plating beginning with a three or four inch uh, dimension into the thong. That's to give the whip a better grip when it's reversed and used as a club. If the whip is grasped a little further down the thong, then the handle can be swung like a nunchuck. It's a multi-purpose whip. None other than Mark Twain said about the black snake whip. How well I remember my grandmother's asking me not to use tobacco. Good old soul. She said, you're at it again, are you, you whelp? Don't let me catch you chewing tobacco before breakfast again, or I'll lay black snake... Or I lay... Or... Excuse me. 
Albert, why did you choose such a small font for this? Why? It's foolish. You know I have eye trouble. Why would you choose such a small font? You're a fool. My sister never should have married you. But you are family. My grandmother said, You're at it again, are you, you whelp? Now don't ever let me catch you chewing tobacco before breakfast, or I lay I black snake you within an inch of your life. <coughs> I have never touched it at that hour of the morning from that time to the present day. Why would Mark Twain never touch tobacco that early? He was worried his grandmother was going to give him the black snake. The roughest of whips. A whip at its most dangerous is at the moment that it cracks, and that's usually fully extended when it happens. For a short whip, the danger zone is between four and six feet from the whip handler. If you're facing an opponent with a short whip in a fight, you have two options. You can run away, or you can move closer and attempt to punch, kick, or grapple with the whip handler. If you're more than four feet away, you're too close to easily get hit by the cracking end of the whip. But watch out for a quick flip on a switch at the other hand to turn that whip into a blackjack. 201 332 Albert, which of these callers is should be on the show? Welcome to Whip Talk. What's going on, Zachary? Great show tonight. Happy to call in. Thank you. Who's who this? This is Bradley in Buffalo, New York, but originally from the West. Bradley, what insight do you have into whips and whips and whips? Uh, well, the, the one thing, well, I was passed down a 40-inch leather uh, intertwined with Kevlar whip from my great-grandfather, but as far as whips go, I've never been really great at using them, but the one thing I've been good at is getting whipped, and it's always made me come out of the fights a better and stronger man. So you're in a fight, it's fists against whips? Fists against whips. Sometimes it's not about how good you can use a whip, it's about how much you can take a whipping. And keep going. And keep going, you got it. I always find if you can get in closer than the danger zone, then the, the whip holder suddenly panics if they're not a master whipsman. They worry. They get nervous. Tight. Suddenly, their position of power has been diminished. And your fists suddenly seem like two whips. Pulverizing their face. As the whip is unable to crack correctly. The danger zone is neutralized. The whip is no more. It's all about invading their territory, Zachary. Thank you. Welcome to Whip Talk. Yes, 
I wanted to know what is your favorite whip scene of all time from a film. My favorite whip scene would probably be from Raiders of the Lost Ark, the movie that made me want to get a whip. My first whip was a starter whip called the Indiana Jones that my grandfather's brother bought from a flea market. They were not supposed to be selling whips at that flea market. But my grandfather's brother knew people. That day I left the flea market with a whip called the Indiana Jones. And by that night, I was a whipsman. Best cracks for use on a short whip. Something I'm always asked about. You've got to look into variations on the sidearm and overhand flick. A whip handler should avoid stupid moves, like a forward crack, which has a long setup and that by the, because of that it telegraphs the move, and the opponent is one step ahead of your own intentions. Alternating strokes is very important from the left and right hand. It shifts the body dimensions. You have to make sure you're ambidextrous with your whip before you do this. If you have a weak whip hand, you will be exposed in a whip fight. But in either case, the follow-through from one stroke must be a setup for the next. The whip should be continually moving in an ever-changing, unpredictable vertical and diagonal pattern, alternating between the planes. Albert. Where's my vest? I can't find my vest. Did you touch my vest again? I told you, stay away from my vest. You are not to touch my vest. If I catch you touching my vest one more time, you know what's going to happen to you, Albert. You're married to my sister. I don't care. Wait, here's my vest. Albert, I apologize. I realize my best I'm wearing it. I didn't realize I was wearing my best. My apologies.
not Dennis. my 20s i was uh you know bird dog and chicks and getting loaded right and these guys are talking about comic books and and those uh those collectibles do you have puppy dogs <laughs> hi i'm dennis <laughs> You went to the Iron Monkey and the chicken. What did you have? A chicken quesadilla. <laughs> no, what was it? Chicken quesadilla. <laughs> Let's talk about that documentary. Hi, I'm Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it to go to a show. I'm, I'm not at this thing to make the thing about me. It's a show. It's not my show. I'm in the audience. And you th- I guess I'm in the minority on that. That it's not how everybody else looks at being at a show. So, so I'm at this show. And they're playing the song. And this guy's just like... Ramp. And you look at Robert Fripp. He's just like... Wait. What did, what, what did I just uh, inherit here? This is what I inherit from my fans? Got yelling Fripp at me? Shameful. Shameful. Very disappointing, Red Bank. Hey, it's the best show. 201-332-3484. As we move forward into the final half hour of the show. I might even wrap it up a little early. I'm a little... Hey, Pat. Pat left. Pat, what's your friend's name? What? Does he want to sit in here and watch? He's welcome to sit in here and watch. Your your friend can have a seat. He's not going to weird me out, is he? Is he a weirdo? Is he a weirdo? He's not going to ask to like, he doesn't want to like borrow money or anything, does he? This is not like some, no? You don't know, oh no. Pat just shrugged his shoulders. Don't shut the door. I don't want to be alone in here with this guy. Oh, just watch, okay? Just watch. Why am I whispering? 
201-332-3484 here on the best show. What do we got? Uh, 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 the final things we need to talk. Okay, I might, I might wrap up a little early tonight. Um, I didn't get to go to the Nick Cave thing. He did two uh, speaking shows and, and I didn't get to go. So busy. I had uh, work stuff to do. Anybody, anybody bootleg it? Anybody rerun that thing? Wouldn't that be the greatest thing if like, that's what it was like, what hap- what's happening is just like, Nick Cave is doing a speaking show where he plays some solo piano songs. And then rerun is up there taping it, like with a tape recorder, first row. Nick Cave is on stage. And then people, no good. And then the tape recorder falls out. And Nick Cave sees it fall on the on the thing. He realizes he's being bootlegged, and he would just say, "He'd look at rerun. He'd look at the broken cassette player, and he would just go, people they ain't no good.' He would just know people ain't no good. Anybody bootleg that thing? Somebody's got it. Somebody had to be rolling tape on that. I would like a copy of that tape. Yeah, the Staten Island Hustle. Have you watched this, Mike? I mean, uh, barely made it through the first Mike barely made it through the first episode of Staten Island Hustle. Look, I got to tap the break. These guys are close. No, I'm shooting my mouth off. Guys are, these guys are 30 minutes away. I think they're cool. Like, I think they're cool. The thing I read was written, Mike wrote it. I was just reading what he wrote. I should have said this is written by AP Mike. But like when you watch this thing, there's one episode where they're just like, what if we take cardboard? They're like, cardboard, there's so much of it everywhere. What if we could take cardboard and then, like, have it turned into other, like, into toilet paper? Yeah, you're a little behind the curve on this, uh, uh, Staten Island hustlers. It's called recycling. People have looked into it. Then they're like, well, what if we, and then they find out you can't make toilet paper out of cardboard. Then they're like, what if we could turn the cardboard into fuel and have it be like thermal, like thermal fuel, like burn, oh. Oh, so burning things for fuel, okay. Well, no one's thought of that before. These guys. But then they go and they make this water filtration system that makes the this water taste, the, the pizza tastes like New York pizza. And then they bring it to like a New Jersey pizza place and it's such a, they're like, look at how firm this pizza is. It's not all sag. It's like, oh, oh, hold on a second. So there's no such thing as droopy pizza in New York. Well, somebody might want to tell 80% of the pizzerias that there's no such thing as droopy pizza. This saggy pizza all over the place. Shame. For shame. Am I jealous? Yeah. They should have done Staten Island garbage rats. 
Me and Mike would spend our days out at the dump. Overalls. Mike would have his monkey. As he's reading from a, a vintage copy of uh, Junkie that he finds. Hey, Chaucer, what's that? Hey, Chaucer, what's that? That's what he said. It's Mike. It's, hey, Chaucer, over there. And the stuff's like completely planted because every reality show's fake. Hey, Chaucer, look in under that box. Look in that box. And the monkey goes and looks in and finds a, a copy of uh, Lolita. This is the this is the French edition of Lolita. Nabokov. I couldn't get a publisher. And then meanwhile, Dudio uh, would be digging through a thing and be like, like, I just found a C-3PO mask. <laughs> and he put the C-3PO mask on and not realizing there's garbage on the inside of it. Can't wait till he's back. Show's been missing a certain dynamic. These guys need to be on their toes. They're a little too comfortable with that dudio around. Who's good here, Mike? 201-332-3484. Phones are surprisingly quiet tonight. You can get through. Best show, hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Who's this? This is Megan from Ann Arbor. How are you doing, Tom? Megan from Ann Arbor. How are things in Ann Arbor tonight? Quiet. Quiet. How are things out there? In a good way or a, or a spooky way? Oh, spooky would be exciting. But no, nah. not, not exciting. So what's going on? What, what are you up to? What, what, what brought you to the show tonight? Ah, uh, your your topic brought me to the show. I uh, had a kind of memory of a foundational moment where I realized how very wrong one could be. And uh, I was about 14 years old, 10th grade. I uh, went to school at the usual time, 7.30 a.m., pretty tired. And uh, a friend of mine whom uh, I guess had recently, but unbeknownst to me, broken a little bad, hands me a pill and says, like, it's acid. And uh, I, at this point, had probably had a single solitary conversation with, uh, like, an older cousin about what acid was. And I think maybe out of a sense of decency or I don't know what, they just told me it made you happy and awake which uh it definitely does um so what how did what happened you took the pill i you know youth hubris was life foundational i just threw that puppy down the hatch and uh didn't really think about it did not know anything anything about this so two hours later i've practically forgotten about a conversation and or the pill I'm sitting in concert band holding my French horn, and uh, I'm about to have to play the solo for uh, the Jurassic Park theme. 
and uh, that that did not happen because from behind me started coming like some kind of stereophonic synesthetic. The cornet section uh-huh. and basically was blowing my mind. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I did not have to run screaming from that class, but uh, later after lunch, when I thought things were cooler, but they were not cooler, uh, I was asked to uh, perform some basic math on the board and uh, could no longer perform seven times five. And as I bolted from the room, uh-huh. I was still able to have that thought that uh, I, I was wrong. To, to, to have done what you did, to have taken something without, just to have just taken something blindly. And I also, I, I was wrong about acid. Yeah, I, I was wrong. All right. I, yeah, that's my, that's my story. And is that it? Is that is that did that end your 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 relationship with with uh, acid? For many many years, yes. Until you were ready, and then you're back. Look out! Here I come! Right. It took me a long time to to get bad. Yeah. All right. Look. Nice talking to you. It was great talking to you. I appreciate the call. You have a great night. You too. Do, 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 maybe I'll end it. Should I end it, Mike? Yeah, I know it's my call. It's your call. Oh, this guy. I'm not ending it. Drive me nuts. This guy. You ever watch this Jimmy Kimmel, Mike? Yeah. What is it? What is it with this? Like this guy, like he's like, he's like Will Rogers all of a sudden. Wasn't this like the meanest guy for like 25 years? He was like the meanest guy on television. And suddenly he's like, suddenly he's, he's, uh, he's just this, uh, he's like fight, he's a Jimmy Stewart all of a sudden. He's the guy that's pranking people left and right for uh, under, some of the meanest things I've ever seen on television he's been responsible for. Windy City Heat. Now it's just like, He's fighting for said he's he's Walter Cronkite all of a sudden. Wasn't this guy like the meanest prank guy? Ugh. These are the times. It's like idiocracy. It really is like idiocracy. We're, we are living in idiocracy. I don't know if you realize. It's like, did you see that movie Idiocracy? We're in it now. This is idiocracy. We're in idiocracy. We are in that movie. I went and saw a field. And uh, they were watering plants with soda. Like in that movie. Let's end it. Let's end the best show tonight. Not forever. You can't end the best show forever. This show don't end. We don't roll over. There's not some cheap... There's not, it's not no be- cheap beach umbrella. This show don't fold like a cheap beach umbrella can't stop this show you can't top this show i hear these other podcasts and i see what they're up to and look some of them disappoint me like hollywood handbook and their lack of charitable uh contributions <laughs> i don't know why this is the funniest thing to not to keep beating that drum but you know it's true that's right thank you mike sometimes the truth is funny And you know, Mike, 
You know what else is funny? Sometimes life is funny. And you realize we're on this marble, man. And we only get so many turns on this marble before it's all done. And you just start to realize life's hard sometimes. And it's very hard for a lot of people. Sometimes our idea hard is not their idea hard. Sometimes their idea is hard. And we're just like, man, it's not easy. But for some people it's hard. And when you look at times like that, you say to yourself, if it's not so hard for me, what am I doing to help those who it's hard for? Am I doing all I can? Am I pitching in? Is it just me voting and then saying I did enough and that's it? I'll see you four years from now? No, that's not enough. Look, some of these people, their podcasts make a good amount of money. And they don't give charity. Like Hollywood Handbook. But not the best show. The best show, we give money on the best show. We give money to guests now. It is a donation. We are... We pay our guests. And we also give charity to uh, different charities. And in fact, tonight I'm announcing special. We're going to give $250 to a charity. Just see, that's how we do it, Mike. 250 is going out the door right now. So the, we'll give it to uh, the food bank. Community Food Bank in New Jersey is getting 250 thrown. And I'm donating it in the name of Hollywood Handbook. To the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, a $250 check will go in the mail tomorrow. Well, maybe not tomorrow. By week's end. Don't worry. And it's going to be the Hollywood Handbook in their name. And that's what you got to do. You look around, you see someone in need, you say, how can I help people? Do I help them by donating money? Do I help them by just knowing that, yeah, I can look in the mirror and know I was right? When I did things. Not I was wrong. I knew I was right. I see what wrong is and I see what right is and there's choices to be made. And I know I'm making the right choice. And that's what it comes down to. Are you making the right choices? You ask yourself that. And if you can look yourself in the mirror and say, you're making the right choices, then you know what? You're doing okay. Because life is hard and you got to make choices sometimes. And if you know you're making the right ones, you're doing okay. There's always room for improvement. And let's celebrate with a song from Juliana Hatfield's new album. Here's Xanadu!
have puppy dogs. <laughs> Guys, you got a, you got a slogan for 2018. Are you steamrolling chumps like Tom Sharpling? Steamroll chumps in 2018. No time for loons. Um, you know, when I was in my 20s, I was uh, you know bird dogging chicks and getting loaded. And these guys are talking about comic books and and those uh, those collectibles. of the best show I hear somebody calling my name Just a curse man I don't want to cut this record off but Chris Town can't get at me now because I don't have the record coming out but he can re-review the record and give me a C-minus laugh man what about it it's just the worst no it's not you love it i don't (laughs) why do you think the eagles are still so popular take it easy witchy woman peaceful easy feeling desperado tequila sunrise already gone best of my love one of these nights lion eyes take it to the limit hotel california life in the fast lane new kid in town i can't tell you why the long run heartache tonight 